You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. All right. I'm going in. Going in for the intro, Jess. I'm going in for the kill. I'm doing it for the thrill. And it's another thing, too, because I am bulletproof. I'm bulletproof. Oh, yeah, that was it. Who's it? LaRue? LaRue? It's LaRue. That's a good one. Well... Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This is Candace and Jess. Judge a book by its cover, and I am Candace. And I am Jess. Ooh. Yeah. We got Beardy Jess on the beard there. Uh, yeah, Beardy Jess warming yeah, his beard and your hearts with his mm. warm words. Oh, uh, speaking. Oh. Nope, that was coming. it. Nope. That, just it is take, take it away, Candace. <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say, speaking of warm hearts. I did go to see Bohemian Rhapsody on Tuesday. How did you, how did it make you feel? Well, first of all, guys. Wait. I need to. Sorry. Hold on a sec. Before we get into the feeling category, did you, are you a person who purchases snacks at the theater or do you bring your home snacks to the theater? So I'm a person who never goes to the theater. Okay. Ever. And I was with my mother and my dear boyfriend and my mom and I can never get anywhere on time ever. Um, so it was quite amazing. We even made it on time for this show. We should have gotten like a soda or something. But like I didn't even consider getting things. Oh. Like I didn't even think about that. And then all of a sudden we were sandwiched in the center of this huge row. Like it was like my mom literally walked up the steps and looked at where we had to go and said, ew. Mm. And I was like, okay, mom, everyone hates us already. We were seriously like two minutes before showtime. And you look at all the people in our row and say, ew. Um, <laughs> but that's just my mom. And I love her dearly. And it's the best. It's kind of like when she took me to a Brian Adams concert. I don't know why she did this, I th- but I'm picturing that she, she walked in there and she looked up on stage and saw Brian Adams just went, ew, <laughs> be like, wait a minute, you bought, you bought tickets to this guy's show. It was kind of like the, that where we were all we're sitting together and there was like just this quiet second where she just like turned to me accidentally during this quiet second and was like, I'm so sorry, I'll never do this to you again. And there was just like people trying to enjoy themselves around and i was like oh my god mom like we get kicked out of everywhere like we are just a constant little we're a little train wreck and it's a beautiful thing your mom sounds um, so your mom sounds so fun we have too much fun like literally before we got into the place she screwed up freddie mercury's name with eddie murphy's name and said eddie murphy eddie murphy so every single time they said freddie mercury (laughs) I just was like, Murphy. <laughs> she would laugh. And it was like, okay, we can't do this. Like, I just want to joke at every single turn. But it was an IMAX, Jess. So, sorry. Before we get into talking about the IMAX experience, I'm just, I just want to say I appreciate the fact that you watch movies the way I watch movies, which is <laughs> I want to make, I want to talk at the movie and make fun of it the whole time. 
what is that amazing show where it is that guy he just watches boom jazz he watches he watches jazz yeah and then he just commentates the entire thing that's like that's I mean, me. there's there's a few of those. There's the Mystery Science Theater legend. 3000. That's that's what I'm talking um, about. Uh, which those are pretty great. Uh, also, like the Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Return. That's mm-hmm. actually pretty good. They they the jokes come at you a mile a minute, and I I, I they, if I'm ever feeling down or I'm feeling a little blue, I'll watch one of those, and it's not like guaranteed to pull me up and make me just like laugh and, and whatever. I'll just throw it on in the background. I'll just catch yeah. the little tiny clips and snippets. And I'm like, thank you so much, a man yeah. and two puppet robots. Yeah, awesome, right? And like that's sort of something that I really enjoy. And I have a hard time keeping my mouth closed because I have stuff to say about it. And because it was IMAX, I got really swept up. It's six stories tall, this stupid screen. That's a big um, screen. It is, and you're watching, like, this rock and roll documentary. Like, I was not sure how explicit the film was going to be, and I wasn't quite ready to see those things with my mother on a six-story screen, but it was very tasteful, so that was nice. Very Not that I'm a prude, but no one wants to watch that with their mom, and if you do, then you're just different than I am. May I ask a question? Mm -hmm. So you saw it on this six-story screen, on this great big, like, do you ever feel like watching those screens that you try to, like, open your eyes, like, more... Oh, it's, it was like, at first I felt like I might not actually be able to handle this. Like it felt like a little bit too, too intense. Um, and it was really loud. Um, and it was just like, but by the middle of the movie and like I sang along with all the songs, which I'm not sure people really liked, but like everyone was audibly laughing at jokes that I didn't really think was funny. And then like, of course I would like cackle at something that was a little darker and there'd be no one else laughing and I'd be like okay well you guys got to laugh so I get to laugh too you had your Um, turn the the people there were all very old um I didn't see any young people and I experienced lots of farts and lots of snoring and I hate that shit and that's why I hate the movie theater no that's Um, fair especially with the old old people oh it was terrible it was like it was like right at their bedtime they just started like farting it was horrible it's like their bodies think they're asleep and they just can't control it (laughs) they're depressurizing yeah not that i have anything against old people but like no one wants to breathe that don't be a sour grandpa that's all i have to say um but it was an amazing movie i have thought about it every minute since i watched it I thought the way that they did Live Aid, because like every time i'm a little sad i watch the queen Live Aid concert and i just couldn't believe how absolutely amazing it was like is very amazing. I saw the movie t- uh, t- back to back, one day and then the next day, and I I felt inspired. Um, oh man, it was beautiful both times, and it felt very very good. I'm like, I want to do things. Yeah, I want to do things and stuff, and oh my gosh, I just yeah. felt like they represented Freddie Mercury so like I didn't know the guy, okay, but I felt like it was really well done. I felt like they did a really great job at being honest about some of his selfish, more selfish moves, like when he was, you know, signing contracts without the band and stuff like that, without being rude. But they were like, yeah. you know, it was very understandable. Like, I understood why he made those moves and then why he didn't want to. And I loved the cats. <laughs> oh, right. All and the cats. Yeah, that was I just loved great. it. I thought it was yeah. gorgeous. And like a lot of the things that I thought I knew, um, I have to still kind of, because I like to geek out and like read all about like things that they did creatively and things that were very true to form because a lot of that stuff I had heard before. Yeah. 
Um, but it's just so interesting seeing it. And like, I will say this because I talked about the Motley Crue biography. Motley Crue is so good, but their music is not like Queen's music. So no. I feel like this movie can be enjoyed by anyone, whether they grew up with it or not. Um, and I also feel like, like my mom was like, oh no, we're going to have to spoiler alert. Freddie's going to die. And I was like, mom, like Tyler, <laughs> Tyler doesn't know that. Like, don't. She's like, he, she doesn't, he doesn't know Eddie Murphy's going to die. And I was like, no, mom, he doesn't know about the transvestite sex either. So keep it quiet. But keep it cool. Keep it cool. Yeah, keep it cool. Let him enjoy yeah. this movie. Yeah. Um, but it was just, it was beautiful. I cried. Um, I laughed. I sang. I did the, did all the rah-rah. And um, I know I'm late to the game, but I think one of the best movies I've seen in a really long time. Uh, and I would agree 100%. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Loved it. All that kind of stuff. But the question that I just realized that I didn't ask you because you watched it, you know, with in the IMAX experience, and it was a great big giant screen. Um, and again, I want to say that I did thoroughly enjoy this movie, but I need to ask this question because I won't stop thinking about it otherwise. Um, mm -hmm. So, all that being said, how big were Freddie Mercury's teeth on the IMAX <laughs> screen? <laughs> they were exactly... They were larger than life, just larger like they than are. life. Oh, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. That's it was absolutely gorgeous. My mom's like, I think they focus too much on his teeth, and I'm like, What do you think about when you think of Freddie? I think of his beautiful mouth. That's I think what about I think his, of. I think about his mustache. Well, yeah, but like yeah. even pre, you know, previously to the mustache, and like just oh, just that form. What a beautiful guy. Um, I wish I could have, wish I could have been around for that. <laughs> yeah, he's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful man. Yes, and those Levi's look good. Is it Remy? Remy's the guy who performed as... Yeah, Remy... I don't know. LaCroix? I know. I, I wish La I knew. LeBlanc? I don't know yeah, his last name. La Beautiful Soul. Remy... You did a great job. Remy Malik. There we go. I got and it. And I'm... And I'm going to do more research and learn more about um, what he did to pre prepare for the role and all that kind of stuff. But I laid in bed and watched Live Aid comparisons to the performance. And, you know, it felt good to see some of the stuff the band was doing, feel more involved with everyone instead of... Because Live Aid was a long time ago. It was a different filming experience. Yeah. Was that like that was the 90s? 90-something? It, it was 85. 85, I think. Oh, okay. Um, and it was kind of like, you know, it was interesting because it was almost like when your favorite album gets re-released and it kind of you know um i guess it just kind of gets remastered it sounds like a little bit fuller yeah um and that's kind of what i felt about that it was so true to form that it felt like i was there and it just i just loved it but um we're about 15 minutes in or so and i'm thinking i want you guys to know this is a podcast about judging books about, it truly is this isn't a movie review podcast it, it isn't that is definitely i mean we're gonna we definitely do um books and that kind of stuff and that's what y'all showed up for um so can but go see bohemian rhapsody if you haven't do you, it it's good for a reason people like it for a reason yeah anyway, sorry jess so candace i was walking down the street the other day and, uh, you know, I saw, like, uh, I, I was going, I was running some errands, all that kind of stuff. And I walked by a man. He was walking down the street. He had a tie on. He had a button-up shirt on. He looked like a young professional, very clean cut. 
and all that kind of stuff. You know, you're like looking probably at probably a serial killer. Yeah. Could be. I mean, we're not gonna we're not gonna rule it out. I didn't. I only saw him for a quarter of a block. Okay, but yeah. he did so. have a profound effect on me. He was. He was. <laughs> it was a warm day. It was warmish. It was a warmish spring day. I had I had you know gotten rid of my coat because I was like, oh, I'm warm. And so this gentleman's in a button-up shirt. I'm like, man, he must be overheating. So he's refreshing himself with, uh, of, of course, the best thing ever to drink on a, a warm or hot day, and that is milk. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know those, like, individual, like, single-serving milk bottles? Not the cartons, but the bottles that they sometimes have in chocolate or strawberry or apparently orange flavor, oh. which is kind of a nightmarish, nightmarish sort of milk, if you ask yeah. me. Yeah. We're, we're not talking about that, but I saw him. He's drinking one of those. Walking past him, I saw one word and one word only on that individual carton. bottle of milk. It, yes, wasn't a, okay. it wasn't a carton. It was just a, it was a bottle. Okay. And it said pro on it. Oh. Yeah. So he's, I wonder if he's pro orange milk. And that was really the statement he was trying to make to you. That no. is so disturbing. Okay. So I definitely was, a serial killer. I was not disturbed by this at all because two words then were locked into my head and I could not stop thinking. And my, it, it lit my brain on fire and I was like, oh, yes, that man, that young professional there, you know what? He is out there. He is seizing the day. He is doing what needs to be done. He is out. He's drinking his pro milk. That's what he's drinking his pro milk. He's got his oh pro my milk. Gosh. And so I started thinking about like, well, I mean, how do they advertise this this product for pro milk? Where it's like, oh, pro milk. You know what? That's milk that's better than other milk. P- yeah. Milk that's better than regular milk. You just want okay. that regular milk out of cows? Pff, whatever. Try this pro yeah. milk. Guess what? You just won at mornings. With your pro you milk. You just went out morning. Yeah. I feel like pro milk is squeezed from the knees of professional soccer players. Professional. Actually, it's sort of like a soccer players because they've got those knee pads on oftentimes. Oh, it's squeezed that's, from those. Yes. Well, that's because they have their udders in oh, their yes. knees and it's squeezed, yes. it's squeezed uh, from those or milked. Um, there yep. you go. So, I mean, that's basically, that's the milk that professionals drink. It's a pro soccer milk. teat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Doctors, lawyers, architects yeah. all start mm-hmm. their days right with pro milk. Pro tip, squeeze the soccer player knee. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. pro milk, you just want it cereal. Well, that's what a serial killer, right? Like he's really just cereal in it. I meant like there's something the, cereal the about crunch, that. The crunchy ones that you, you. I know. I can't let go of it. I just think anyone drinking milk on a hot day. Um, in public? <laughs> I know. I know. That was that was probably the hardest part. It's like, this man, sir, you are in public. There are children. This is, it is like two o'clock. There are children yeah, like... walking by on the street. I feel your... like that's from the pronut. <laughs> a pronut? That's squoze from a pronut. From your pronut. That's, no, yeah. that's a different thing. But I was thinking nuts that are better than other nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I think this could apply to many, many things. You could have your professional nuts, your professional walnuts, your professional pistachios. Well paid, well Mm -hmm. paid pistachios. Well paid pistachios. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! Gosh. Okay. Well, wealthy walnuts. Wealthy Um, walnuts. Yeah. Yeah. Money making 
Mm, macadamia the nuts. M- macadamia. That's the one. The money-making money making... macadamias. <laughs> oh, yes. there we go. What's another kind Squeezed. of nut? Uh, hazelnut. The, so I, the Hasselhoff of nuts. The has, that's, that's actually the full name. Yes, the, they're known as hazelnuts. They are the Hasselhoff of nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say the uh, the better than you Brazil nuts. Oh, I, Brazil nuts are actually my favorite nut, which is weird because they're like real big. And they're kind of soft, but they're also crunchy. Like, what is up with that? That is a pro nut. So, that's a pro nut. That's a nut that's better than other nuts. Thank you. Yeah. Anyways, so. Well, okay. <laughs> so there we go. Um, that was. Not only has he affected your life deeply, he's now affected my life deeply. And um, let's just hope that he doesn't. I don't know, do anything weird with that other than drink know. it, which is I already think, really weird. I think he was just like, he's just successfully drinking milks and walking along. And he was going, you know what he did the rest of what that day? Mess. He hmm. won. And yeah, he probably I think he's pretty had a, sure a, of himself. A fair amount of, a fair amount of mucus. Um, oh, yeah, well, I mean, so if, you're drink, if you're drinking all that milk, come on now. Walking um, uphill like a freak. <laughs> There going we go. to kill people professionally. Mm-hmm. Jogging uh, all the time. Him. Yeah. <laughs> jogging just... all the time. Jogging all the time. Mm-hmm. Jogging yeah. all the time. There we go. That's that's who I want handling my business accounts. Is the one is that one professional with the clean Eddie cut. Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Eddie Murphy, who he, he's got that clean cut. He looks right. He knows what's going on, but he also smells like old milk. Wearing that red leather suit and just being real loud. Just roasting. Um, so Candace. As we yes. said, uh, at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, wait. No, that's... I was Before I get to that, just remember, I just want to remind everyone at home is that you've listened this far into the episode. Guess yeah. what? You can't unhear anything that we say. It's so true. We you appreci- can forget it, but you can't unhear yeah, it. Well, you've heard it here <laughs> first. It's... it's Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. So, Candace. Yes, Jess. I got a book. I brought a book. I did bring a book today. I see it. We're not just going to have milky conversations and talk about Queen. God. Yeah. Yeah. Although I did enjoy. I'm enjoying everything. I am, too. That's that's just a beautiful thing. All right. I'm looking at this book. (sighs) So, I got a book. This book is called J-Pod. Mm. This book is by Douglas Copeland, which yeah. I I learned that he lives in Vancouver, which yes. excites me and makes me very nervous. <laughs> very nervous. Yep. Nervous flavoring. Um, nervous yeah, flavors. Yeah, you know, I learned, I learned about... Uh, Doug Copeland in my uh, art history class. So and uh, I just, I mean, I, ref- I in my notes, I refer mm-hmm. to him all throughout this as as Douglas Copeland because it's sort of introduced to him on the cover of this book. So that, that's how right. it was written. And at one point I do sort of call him Doug, but I, yeah. d- I don't know. I was, I did, is there, there's not a way that we can sort of ask him if it's all well, right. Is that, do you prefer Doug or do you prefer Douglas? Um, there's well, not was, a way that we can know. I mean, did you, is that how you I kind of, I have an answer. Okay, I have excellent. An answer. So when I was learning about him in art history, which I, I had told you about, um, we didn't, I didn't learn if he has a sense of humor or not. That part they left out of the, of the curriculum. <sighs> I figured that'd be um, I day assume, one. Yeah, you, you know, like 
the, his sense of humor. That's the number one thing I want to know. But what we do here is judge books by their cover, but sometimes we judge people by their Instagrams just by being human. And Douglas Copeland yeah. calls himself Doug. He- Simply Doug on his Instagram. And judging by his Instagram, he does have a sense of humor and he looks like a completely wonderful guy. So uh, we're just going to go into this okay, and not think about how incredibly close to home he is. That is true. I could pass him on the street. You could and you wouldn't miss him because he's like very wonderful looking guy. Um, you definitely would be like, I feel like I should know that person. I'm very excited to judge this book. Me too. So what is the book that we're judging? So this is a book. It's called J-Pod. It's got, mm-hmm. it's a silvery cover. Um, it's, it looks like it's got like yellow, like, it looks like it's got like, wait, not yellow. There's some yellow on there, but there's like some, uh, yeah. some Lego people. That's the word I was looking for. I mean, maybe. It's got some yellow. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. You know, when you just, you talk and then you're like, that's not the right word. But then you yeah, see no. if maybe you can still use it. Yeah, and you're like, I'm just gonna keep going. Um, yep. This this book is actually uh, in uh, one of the books that I did in my ten and ten, way way yep. back in episode ten. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. Um, you can find past episodes on iTunes and Spotify, yeah, by the way, if you want to check out the ten and ten. That episode is really special because Justin turned on his microphone, like you know. Oh really yeah, I've, that, and that's <laughs> the only time I've ever done that. Yeah, it's got to be a first time for everything, pal. (laughs) So anyways, there's there's these uh, I mean, on my particular cover, I got four of these these Lego people or I mean, they're probably not Lego. They're probably Mm. like um, some sort of like one of those other other uh, uh, assembly block fun time toys. Right. Like those weird like knights. Yep. Where there's Lego. There's like Playmobil and then there's Duplo, but Duplo's like big Lego. And then there's like, I don't know, probably like fun blocks and uh, mega blocks. And Which are all like really happening still, right? Like that's not a toy of the past. Like that's a current toy as well. There's like stack blocks. And I talked to a guy today who lumped mood rings and pogs into the same. He said, oh, mood rings are gone just like pogs. That uh, does not... Like and Lego is still like just as popular as it ever was, I'm right? I'm pretty sure you can still get mood rings. And that's what I said. And yeah. you can still get pogs. When so. is the, where, when is the last time that you saw a pog? Uh, it has been a really long time, but I did see some on um, eBay. But that's okay. true. It's I not mean, like those I've seen are probably them in like stores, old school pogs. Yeah, that's true. Do you know when's the last time I saw pogs? Oh, I used to have a Simba slammer. What? When was the last time you saw a pog? The, the last time I opened that one book that I have that I still have two pages of pogs in a pog sleeve. That is so cool, Jess. I can't wait to see that in person. Mm-hmm. They're there. They're in. It, I believe it's. They are in mint condition. Probably. I don't think they even have any like slam marks on them. Yep. What a what a <sighs> fun game. Um, I was didn't mean it? to derail you so fast. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was. I don't think I ever even got to play because my cousins all you know they had the pogs and I just watched them. Yeah. And I always I just rooted I just, for cousin Michael. I had them and I'm like I don't get I don't get what to what to do with this. Anyways, so. <laughs> there's a sticker. JPOG. <laughs> JPOG. There's a cover on this cover. There's a sticker on this on this cover here, and it says like it's a books in transit cover, and it or a yes. little sticker, and it says take this book, read it, and then leave it for someone else to enjoy. 
found a book, let us know. And then they have some Facebook stuff and a hashtag books in transit, which is cool. Okay. They have that. But I did I'll be sure to post because that. I was kind of curious what the cover looks like. Yeah. Like the whole cover. Oh, yeah. And that's important to know. Yeah. Do you know what we're missing? You know what oh we're missing gosh, on this is, cover? Is there another is there another girl or boy? There are two more fun time assembly block people. Oh, on, that's crazy. On this cover. And guess what, Candace? Guess what? what? One of them's a what? one of them's a goddamn cowboy. What? I'm we're missing out on a cowboy. This could be oh like a cowboy. God. This could be like the full on like this could be the, the Lego times in the old west. Oh, just like we like it. It's the Mar- Marty Robbins of uh, Lego men. Yeah, that's who it was. It's Marty Robbins re- reanimated as a Lego man. Or a, <laughs> as or, a not animated thing at all. Yeah, as an assembly time fun block boy man. That is playing unreal his, that playing his we're Lego missing guitar. that. <sighs> I can't believe it. But that's the Ooh, thing is that this, this, this book here is and i did kind of touch on this i'm going to expand upon my 10 and 10 review of this book judgment whatever the fuck it's called this is this book is just like i'm gonna actually like hold it up because i mean i haven't opened the books that's not how i do but if we listen very closely um Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna i'm gonna shake the book and you can hear all the words they're all disassembled it's like a puzzle it's all words so here just listen listen. i'm gonna shake the book bear with me Ooh. Ah. Yeah. Very cool. I mean, that's the thing is that there's there's all the things. So It's like a jigsaw puzzle. Can I just want to talk about how genius this is. Doug. Douglas. Doug. Dougie Spaghetti Baby. Man. Maybe Ooh. Dougie Baby's a little too far. But okay, Doug. I liked it. I know. I feel like that would be like I should ask him. So, anyway. Don't call me baby. <laughs> can we talk about how genius this is that you have taken a book and you've written it out and then you piece by piece separated all the words of the book and then put it into the book so that magistry, artistic magistry. People can go ahead and put the book together into any story that they want. Hmm. So that's like what we do here. Essentially, this book is every story or has the potential for ev- any story in all stories or multiple stories? Miss stories, like my stories, but like mystery, right? It's mm-hmm. funny. My stories, miss mm-hmm. stories, um, yeah. missed, missed stories, those stories that you just plain missed. Oh, dang, I missed yeah. that story. Or, Guess what? It's like, in this book. Puff, Puff the Magic Dragon who lives in the mist. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. He missed this yeah. as well. Or, or, okay. or Muff the Tragic Wagon. All these stories. Yeah. Oh, he lived with the queen. Yeah. Muff, Muff the Tragic Wagon. I believe he... Oh, he lived... Lived with the queen. Lived down the lane and mm-hmm. frolicked in the autumn mist. No, I think that's just the same song. Dang it. I can't remember the, 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 the whole song. Something about a garbage truck eventually. I think things didn't go too well for Muff the Tragic Wagon. Believe it or not, you know, things got pretty tragic for him. But Skin that smoke wagon. Okay. So, every story ever, but mm-hmm. also knowing that locked within this, there is a, a, a story that is only one story that uses every single word. Oh, mm. a book that's a puzzle. 
and mm-hmm. so much more. That is amazing. Is that not amazing? Like, it's like everything and nothing at all. That's it's it's so cool. And there's listen to all those pieces in there. Oh my god, they're dense. They're thick. Mm-hmm. They're they're juicy as they that's, rub upon each other. That's like true. Spaghetti. Yeah, it's almost wow. it's it's like shaking a jar of barley. It is like shaking yeah. a jar of barley. Yeah. Like really. I mean, all, some really of those like words that. are small. You got some big words too, but I mm-hmm. mean, you got lots of littler words. It's it's that's again. So cool. So excited that this is this book. Huh. Yeah. So just like Lego blocks that just you build together. Like Lego um, bo- blocks. The days of our lives. Yeah. It could be in there. Days of our lives is in there. That story. It's in that book. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's so great. So do you think it's more about like where you're at when you try to piece this book together? Or do you think that there's something that would kind of come forward regardless? Regardless? It, it depends on... Regardless, it's this new word I'm trying out where uh-huh. it's like you take regard to the list that you made. Yes. Um, so you, you regard re- the list. You regard the list. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's sort of like you set that up before you, you know, open this book and you go regard list and, you know, mm-hmm. check the list. Gotcha. Yeah. And then you push it, push it together. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have a feeling that there's going to be a few like underlying themes in particular, okay. maybe like some character names are going to be very similar or, okay. um, you know, maybe if it's like, yeah, they do touch on the like Lego Cowboys a lot. That, right. that's, that's basically no it's going that. to be those that you can't really get around that. No. So so Ugh. a lot of the stories are going to be so maybe every story, but a lot of the stories they're in there. That Lego movie was shit crazy. Hey, I like love- it was so crazy. So during my research, as I do for every book, that was going to be almost my research. Was going, I was going to go out there and watch the Lego movie. And then after watching the Lego movie, I was going to watch the Lego Batman movie, which was also fantastic and delightful. They were... It was just like, I think I watched it and I'm so glad that it wasn't on the IMAX because I felt like it was going to explode my brain. Is that the everything is awesome and yep. stuff? Is Every, that what that's, that's from? That's everything is awesome. Yep. I couldn't believe how fast paced it was. I was like, I'm truly a dinosaur. Like this is, I'm only 30 years old and I feel such a disconnect from this. Like I cannot stay on track. It was that just is... like blowing me away. But you know what movie I did love Sorry. in a hold, sick way? Hold on a second before we talk about that. But I just want to say is that the fact that you felt lost or, or like you blown away that movie blew me away but i was there for every single I'm... thing <laughs> i used to watch that movie like on repeat i'd be like oh, i'm gonna watch it again what am i gonna do tonight well i'm not gonna do anything except for watch the lego movie again gonna go to sleep to it this time hey you know what i should do probably again or i should probably do never again is watch the lego movie Oh, well, it did remind me of you. And I think it's because you, I think you were the one that suggested it to me and that there was some like weird thing where you were like, you're such a positive guy and someone had like compared you to the main character maybe. And you were like, yeah, I, could see I that. don't know if I'd go that far, but I, so I feel like the whole time I was thinking of you and I was like, Jess is riding this wave. He is so in this, but the movie I really liked and I feel embarrassed was Pixels. I loved Pixels. Oh, I never saw that. Is that the one with Peter Dinklage and Adam Sandler? Or was that Kevin yes. James? No, it wasn't Kevin James. It was Adam Sandler. Okay. And Adam Sandler movies aren't that 
I don't want to say this, but they're not good these days. Everyone knows that. And that, I don't know. Is I'm not into it. But I actually really, really liked that movie. And I've watched it a few times. And I think I just like the exploding pixels and stuff. But oh. that it makes me feel really bad I couldn't get on the Lego train, but that I enjoyed pixels. I Sometimes you like things and you don't know why. Like while you were sleeping. I love that movie. I th- why? I think I know what the point we're trying to get at here, Candace. Thank you for saving me. You, you know you, what it is? R- regardless, get back to it. What it is, is we like movies sometimes, and that's okay. <laughs> hey, Everything is awesome. Hey, hey Candace. <laughs> yes, you yes. You look like you might have some questions for me. I definitely do have some questions for you, um, regardless. Uh, that first question is, when was this book written? This yes. book was, as we know, Douglas Copeland. This book was written, we don't know Douglas Copeland, but... <laughs> As we know Douglas Copeland. No, we don't. Um, is it Copeland? Copeland? Co- I hope we're saying oh, it right. Oh, shit. my God. Copeland? I'm really sorry, Douglas. We blew the coop on this one. Yep. We only see words written on the cover of books. We don't always hear the names or the, the, those... Shit. 99. Our... This book was written in 1999. That's. I'm just saying Ooh. it. Yep. I think that's our first book in 99. Mm-hmm. We haven't done one. 99 in... and Feeling Fine. 99 and Feeling Fine. I met my best fine. friend in 1999. People were yep. so concerned about the Y2K. They sure were. But, I had a little stuffed monkey named Y2K. But not, I hate monkeys. But not Douglas. Do you know what he did? Mm-hmm. He, wrote a, he wrote a goddamn wrote a book. book. Wrote a book? He wrote a goddamn book. No big deal. He's like, you guys put this book together. Um, you're going to need something to do in the dark when the banks all shut <laughs> mm-hmm, down and mm-hmm. there's no power. That was actually really sweet of him, you know, to think of that. Yeah. To be like, you know, if this all goes down, at least you have this little art piece to play yeah. with. This will take um, some time. It'll take some time, but you'll find that story and then you can read that story. Well, you know what, By, Jess, by like, candlelight. By candlelight. I also yeah. have to say that because I have looked at this book cover before because of the 10 and 10. Yes. I'm pretty much horrified that i missed two of the lego people i know like to think that we've been talking about this book and having it around us for so long and we missed that it's like well that's a huge piece to the puzzle and um i'm so glad that uh we can barley finger it out yeah um so just who is the intended audience for this book this book is intended for uh, you know, there. Do you enjoy a good book, Candace? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about puzzles? Oh, I like a puzzle, yeah. especially. Um, I especially oh. like it when other people are doing them because okay. they get me a little frustrated. Fair and enough. when I was a house cleaner, I accidentally sucked up a puzzle piece, and I still can't stop thinking about it. And I think I even talked about it on the podcast before. Oh. Because that could ruin someone's life. And that's how I feel about this cover, because I didn't see the other pieces to the puzzle. I know. It's like we had that removed from us. Yeah, it's like they were vacuumed up. Yeah. Uh, So this, I'd say this book is for anyone out there who enjoys a good read and who doesn't mind working a substantial amount to read a story. Yeah. 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 And if you like puzzles, too, and you can put it together... It's sort of like a choose-your-own-adventure, but it's almost more like write your own book. Write your own book. Yeah, yeah and stick I'd also, it together with gum. Yeah, I'd also include that be like, this is also for anybody that wants to have like a, they, uh, they like choose-your-own-adventures, but they like mm-hmm. sort of like, it's a write-your-own-story 
but there's only one story that's right. That, well, that's know, what that's who, th- those those are the people that I recommend this book for. It's it's a it's a build your own story, and there's only one story that's right. That seems like more rules than I can handle, but I uh, I I agree with you, Jess. I really like that. Beautiful. Now, uh, Candace, I'm gonna bring. I'm uh, I I developed over the weekend a new rating system. Okay. For uh for for to to bring into the show. Um, and so, uh, this is a new rating system, uh, and this is for how edible a book is. Oh, you and the, and the book eating. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I right. just, I just wanted to, to go up there. So, um, the highest rating that we can possibly give is going to be okay. a, a great big bowl of, of ramen with a nice pork broth, mm-hmm. some very, very mm-hmm. good, uh, noodles with a nice little bit of chew on them. You don't want them too soft. Uh, one of those like half-boiled shoyu eggs and some good slices of pork, maybe some other oh, like okay. good green onions, and it, like th- for me, that is like that's the highest point. Love okay. love me a good bowl of ramen. Maybe if it's a little spicy too. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh. So that's the highest rating that um, we can give. Okay. And uh, of course, there has to be an other end of the spectrum, the lower end of the scale, and the lowest rating for the edibility of a book is this uh it would be a gas station banana oh yes because we know how jess feels about the gas station fruit yeah we just don't we don't do that banana is kind of good though because it's got that thick cover so it's like the best one you could pick out of that i think Mm -hmm. like apples i feel like they're just like they want to suck up the whole gas station freakazoid you know, farm. And so you would maybe taste the gas station more in the apple, but I feel like the banana is kind of protected, but so here I'm, we I'm, go. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. There we go. So that's the highest, that's the lowest. So where, where exactly does J pod by Douglas Copeland cop cop. Now you've got me second guessing that thing. <sighs> so, delicious, delicious pea pod. What do we know about this here? This here book. We know, choose your own adventure. It's full of little bits, all that kind of stuff. Well, then um, the way that I see this, this book comes in at a very, very delicious, lovely, cool lettuce wraps where you get to build them yourself with a nice sort of like a, that sort of like a, I think it's like pork or something like that. And they got some nice veggies in there and you get to wrap it all up in the lettuce leaf and just nom, 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 nom. Maybe it's duck, yep. something like that. Oh. This is this. this <laughs> Maybe book. it's vegetarian. Just so all of our vegetarian and vegan listeners out there know, you can have it any way you want. You this could is do just that. Jess's you could favorite way. You could do like a delicious like marinated tofu or something like that, or just yes, straight up could. like screw those other like proteins all together. You want to keep, just keep light options. You could do some a lovely combination of fresh and pickled uh, vegetables. Done a nice julienne or something like that. Maybe with a nice savory sort of sauce. Oh man, that would be delicious. I'm getting hungry right now. I, w- I kind of want to eat starving. this lettuce wrap book. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. want to take a bite of the pod. Oh, J pod. J pod. You could even put oh. pea pods in the J pod. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. We already did. We're having oh. it for dinner. There we mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Coming in. Loving this. I, th- I, okay. f- I feel that worked out. Yeah, good. Cool. I really like this new rating system, and I totally agree with you. I feel like this book is a lettuce wrap, and I love it. A lettuce wrap. A delicious lettuce wrap. Thank you so wrap. much, Douglas. Thank you so much, Douglas. We couldn't have done any of this without you. No. Nope. I'm so hungry now. I'm pretty hungry too. Does that mean that it's the end of the episode and we can go eat now? 
The basement yeah. doesn't have a kitchen, but we can figure it out. Yeah, yeah. We'll we got some barley. There we go. We'll we'll make it happen. Um. Uh, <laughs> yep. Jesus. Sorry, I had to. Uh, I had yeah. to burp. That's what that was. And I. I think they know. Inappropriate. Yeah. Jeez, Jess, come on. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you've been listening to Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. I am Jess. I'm Candace. And. And you can find the covers of these books on our Instagram page or our Twitter page. You can also send us an email if you'd like to do that kind of thing at CandiceandJess at gmail.com. Also, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Wherever you find podcasts, we are there. So come yeah. say hi. Yeah, take a listen. Uh, tell a friend. Share the this thing that we do. Share this thing that we do. Yeah. Lettuce wrap style. Yeah. Build it yourself. I think I think that's all. Is that all? Do I cue? I think, I, think I cue all. the outro music. I forget how we start the episode and how we finish the episode every episode. So well, you're on the right track. It's we're gonna try to cue that outro music. Gotta I cue that. Gonna cue that outro music.